welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the daily podcast where we read Patrick Rothfuss's The Wise Man's Fear page by page. This is page 804. There are several items around the base of the tree, Bashet said. Your test is to go in, choose one, and bring it out again. This is the test? I demanded. It came out a little sharper than I'd planned. Why didn't you tell me? Why didn't you ask? She countered dryly, then laid her hand gently on my arm. I would have, she said, eventually, but I knew if I told you too soon, you would try your hand at it and hurt yourself. Well, thank God we saved that for today, I said, then sighed. Resigned apology. What happens if I go in there and get cut to ribbons? Getting cut is usually a given, she said, and pulled aside the neck of her shirt, revealing a pair of familiar pale thin scars on her shoulder. The question is how much and where, and how you behave. She shrugged her shirt back into place. The leaves will not cut deep, but be careful of your face and neck, the places where vessels and tendons are close to the surface. A cut on your chest or arm could be mended easily, less so a severed ear. I watched the tree as it caught a gust of wind, branches flailing madly. What keeps a person from crawling there on hands and knees? Pride, she said, her eyes searching my face. Will you be known as the one who crawled during his test? I nodded. This was an issue for me especially. As a barbarian, I had twice as much to prove. I looked at the tree again. It was thirty feet from the edge of the lashing branches to the trunk. I thought back to the scars I'd seen on Tempe's body, on Carceret's face. So, this is a test of nerve, I said, a test of pride. It is a test of many things, Vachette said. Your behavior signifies a great deal. You could throw your arms over your face and rush ahead. The straightest line is quickest, after all. But what does this reveal about you? Are you a bull that charges blindly? Are you an animal without subtlety or grace? She shook her head, frowning. I expect better from a student of mine. I squinted my eyes, trying to see what other items were gathered around the tree. I suppose I'm not allowed to ask what the proper choice is. There are many proper choices and many more improper ones. It is different for everyone. The item you bring back reveals much. What you do with the item afterward reveals much. How you comport yourself reveals much. She shrugged. All these things Shaheen will consider before deciding if you are to be admitted into the school. If Shaheen is the one to decide, why are all these others here? Vashet forced a smile, and I saw anxiety lurking deep in her eyes. Shaheen does not embody the entire school herself. She gestured to the distant Adam at the end of the page. I'm Jeremy. I'm Jordana. I'm Nick. And this is another moment where I feel like I want to give Quoth a little smack for being so obtuse. Because why would he, I don't know, it, it, maybe it's a gifted kid thing to be like, okay, there's a right choice. I'm going to succeed at making the correct choice. All the other choices are wrong. Uh, it is a it is a grail situation when it, you know, maybe it's because I've read this book before. Maybe it's because I come from a lineage of what's the word that means teaching? Pedagogical? Yes. Thank you. Maybe it's because I come from a pedagogical background that encourages the idea that there's not a right choice and that the sort of the exploration or like what you make of a choice is more telling 
but it's just a little bit frustrating to be like, it's not a multiple choice question. I guess multiple choice. Yeah, it's not a multiple choice with like a single correct answer. It's it's more complicated than that. And it's like, both my guy. Yeah, but I would find that incredibly annoying as someone who, when I take a test, I want to know what I'm being tested on. What are the conditions under which I pass or fail? Well, it's not pass or fail. I mean, I guess it is pass or fail. Yeah, it is pass or fail, and the conditions are inscrutable. That's incredibly <laughs> anxiety-inducing. This is like the stuff of nightmares. Like, your entire life hinges on the next five minutes, and you haven't been prepared at all. And your teach- when you ask your teacher, like, what are the conditions of the test? She goes, eh. Essentially. Like, I think Quoth is perfectly within his rights to be anxious. I would also be anxious. That's fair. But- I would like to sit on the fence. Oh, um. of course you do. <laughs> so... The way I see it is it makes sense that Quoth asks the question as though there were one answer, because that's the easiest way to ask that question. And like, I think that like Veshet's response is a very like, like regular acceptable response also. Like I, I, I wouldn't, like, I think he is asking for kind of the, the rules of the test by asking like, how do I win? Which I think is fine. And makes sense that that he put it in a win-lose scenario because it's either he dies or he doesn't, which is kind of a win-lose scenario. And then it it being that there are many different ways to both win and lose, also perfectly reasonable. And she's not like, what did Jeremy say? Jeremy said that like he was asking her and, and she was going meh, but she's not going meh. She's she is explaining the rules of the test and how it works. Yeah, but those rules are are vague and infuriating. Doesn't that a bit like naming though? I mean, I think this is all part and parcel, and it's both thematic and also explicitly, I think, part of Quoth's naming journey because there is no right answer. It's all about like it's about your energy, man. It's about your choices and like doing good and making good choices, even though the path isn't always clear. Right. And I want to be clear that I understand that that is like a legitimate way that things are sometimes, but it's also infuriating. It's so much easier (laughs) to do well on a test where there's like, there's a right and wrong answer and there's a right and wrong way to do it. This is a Jordana situation where both things can be true. I love those situations. But I also I also want to make it clear that I think when he says, I suppose I'm not allowed to ask what the proper choice is, I think he knows that like he's being glib there. He, I don't think he actually thinks there is a correct answer. I think the other stuff he asks, so this is a test of nerve, this is a test of pride, when he's trying to figure out, like, what am I being tested on? And she says, you're being tested on all kinds of stuff. I think... That is a legitimate question that he's asking and he doesn't know the answer to. But I think that when he says, I suppose I'm not allowed to ask what the proper choice is vis-a-vis the items that he's supposed to get. I think he knows that part is like, I don't think he actually expects her to say the correct answer is the sword. Yeah. Forget astrology. I'm into whatever this is. I'm into your behavior when approaching and then choosing an item and leaving the sacred sword tree of the Latantha school of the Ketan mm-hmm. is is my astrology now. Yeah. And like the fact that like he's being tested on how he chooses to approach the challenge, how much he gets cut by the tree when he does do it, what he picks, like he's being tested on, like all of that stuff is taken into account and his attitude and what he does with the thing after the test. But what's not made clear to him and what I would find anxiety provoking is here are some examples of good behavior or bad behavior. (laughs) Well, I, I don't think there's a rubric, right? I think that it's a test of character ultimately. And it's, it's 
more subjective. Maybe that's why the other school heads are here. Yeah, and that's why like tests that don't have a rubric are bad. Even on like an English exam where they where like you can make any kind of argument about whatever book you're talking about, there's still a rubric that the teacher gives you to say, here, I'm going to grade you on this test of this subjective thing, right? Like he doesn't even have that. No. Well, in, in grad school, we had critiques, right? We had design critiques. And then, you know, the, the art kids had art crits. Uh, and that's a bit what this reminds me of. And the point is not to like grade you on a rubric. The point is to, you know, assess and, and help you learn. And uh, that's sort of where they discuss. extract. Yeah. Yes. Judge and discuss. And that's where they extract the grades from. But like, yes. But my, like when I was astrology, being... but sorry, Jeremy, but like my, my astrology comparison is only half of a joke. I think the purpose of this is actually to like divine his character and decide if he's worthy. And that the the situation here is not on a rubric. It's not like, you know, your approach was eight out of 10. Your item choice was a seven out of 10. You know, it's like all things put together speak to your character. And maybe they don't know how it's going to go either. Right. Like, and they know yeah. obviously they don't. Uh, look, I think we all agree. I think ultimately, like, we're all kind of talking around the same cross purposes. It's a weird situation. It's whack, but it also has deep thematic and emotional relevance. What else can we talk about on this page? Uh, I had a, I had one more thing. Because... Yeah, so did I. You oh, don't, don't think you could just get around this topic before we finish talking about it. Ooh. Okay, wait, can I say my thing? Because it's probably less intense than Jeremy's. Sure. Okay. So Nick mentioned that, like, maybe it's, like that you look at it from a pedagogical point of view, but I think that uh, it can be a lot of points of view because I see it in, in a similar way in that like it, it uh, it's all answers are right, but it's not because of any pedagogy. It's because of like art training. No, I, I agree. I think that, that's like, why I think yeah. you can get at it from a lot of different angles. Yeah, I, I think it evokes an arts education more than a STEM education. Uh, I mean, yes, but when I was being critiqued in my creative writing classes on short stories I had written, I knew what I would be critiqued on. Does the story accomplish what it sets out to accomplish? Have you sufficiently developed your characters? Is your plot you know, logical. Does it make sense that things flow from one thing to the next? How do you have a recognizable theme and do the other elements in the story support it? You know, like there are criteria in a critique like that, that you are, that you can at least know are going to be under discussion when you're being critiqued. In part, my grade was based on like what I did with them, but you know, it wasn't a thing of like, if your story is bad enough, we will hack off your fingers. And <laughs> I think what's particularly maddening about this test is that some, it seems like it's a mix of things that are ineffable and they're more about your approach to the problem than whether or not there is a right thing to do or not. And some things that I think are more quantifiable, like how many scars did you get and where did you get them? Okay, that's a great segue. Thank you, Jeremy. So I, I, there is something on this page I want to dive into, and that's that the scars that are described on Tempe's body and Carceret's face tell us something about how they approached the test. Carceret probably charged right in and was heedless, didn't protect herself, didn't really defend herself. She got scars on her face. Tempe was perhaps more cautious. Maybe he turtled up. I don't know. But you know, he kept his face protected, but he got them on his back, on his body, which is an interesting note. Maybe he like backed into the, the God, direction. Can you of the imagine wind. Tempe just like <laughs> Tempe? He faced God and walked backwards <laughs> into hell. I mean, I think the other way you could read Carceret scars is like she just like walked in there, like she didn't like try to dodge anything. 
but she didn't like charge ahead like a bull. She just like walked in and like slapped the leaves aside and missed a couple, which would demonstrate like confidence, but and bravery, but not exactly like circumspection or mm-hmm. or grace. Which reminds me a little bit about uh, the character of Moon Knight in Marvel Comics. One character says of him that he never met a punch that he wouldn't rather take than <laughs> dodge. That's a good turn of phrase. I Any punch I meet, I would rather dodge. What about fruit punch? <laughs> oh, but okay, fine. Fine. You win. <laughs> you win this round, sir. The, the test marks you, like your performance on the test, you're forever marked by, which is also terribly interesting. Mm-hmm. to think about it's in a in a way and this is i think the last thing i'll say on the matter because we've gone long is that this is a little bit like the naming tradition they have where they have your secret name your performance on this test forever marks you and you know that's like part of your nature now it's also telling about how well Vashet knows Quoth that she says i would have told you what the test was earlier but i knew that if i did you would like sneak out and try it on your own and hurt yourself and she's extremely right about that <laughs> yeah absolutely that's 100 percent correct Quoth read to filth like yeah. but it's also what kellyanne did like and maybe you know that's why Quoth is at her level <laughs> Exactly, exactly, because he has the, like, maturity and self-control of a child. (laughs) Okay, on that we can agree. Handshake meme. And that's why he did nothing wrong. Too late, he's shaking my hand, listeners. He's agreed to that, too. (laughs) (laughs) And Nick will shrink into a corn cob on tomorrow's page. Of the wind. wind.